Blog Talk Radio. This is Saida Garrett, and I'm tuned in to Intro to Info with my girl, Makisha. You are listening to Intro to Info with your host, Makisha from D.C. That's me, open-minded, business-minded, spiritual, a little hood, and very nerdy and down-to-earth. And Queen of Hearts from Florida. She's so ladylike, family-oriented, quick-witted, and a real pillar in her community. On our platform, we discuss anything imaginable, but we talk a lot of pop culture, current events, and speak on our personal life experiences. We interview fantastic guests with unique stories, and Lord knows we just have organic fun. And check this out. If you want to join in on the fun, call in at 515-605-9376. We are live on Saturdays from 9 to 10 p.m. EST on the J. King Network. If you are an info for info, tune in to Intro to Info. Blog Talk Radio. This is Saida Garrett, and I'm tuned in to Intro to Info with my girl, Makisha. You are listening to Intro to Info with your host, Makisha from D.C. That's me, open-minded, business-minded, spiritual, a little hood, and very nerdy and down-to-earth. And Queen of Hearts from Florida, she's so ladylike, family-oriented, quick-witted, and a real pillar in her community. On our platform, we discuss anything imaginable, but we talk a lot of pop culture, current events, and speak on our personal life experiences. We interview fantastic guests with unique stories, and Lord knows we just have organic fun. And check this out. If you want to join in on the fun, call in at 515-605-9376. We are live on Saturdays from 9 to 10 p.m. EST on the J. King Network. If you are an info for info, tune in to Intro to Info. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Intro to Info. I'm your host, Makisha, broadcasting live from Washington, D.C. Today is June 27, 2020. The person that you hear is saying hello. That is my sister. She uh, wants to co-host the show with me today. So how are you today, sister? I'm fine. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. Um, you had an adventurous day. Brief us on how it went. I did. It went really good. I went past um H U you know and I um did some other things today. Yes. Um but so I had a pretty nice day today. I have to caution you as an advisor. You running around here saying the, the, the phrase, you never you know, have you are you an alumni of Howard? No, are you a counselor? I've never attended, but I I I love the slogan. Never attended though. What's the affiliation? I don't have one, I just like this slogan. <laughs> Sure. Let me put my earphones on. Hold on one second. No problem. Oh, my goodness. It's always a joy to have my sister. You guys love her, so here she is. Shout out to everybody who was in the chat room. And shout out to my grandmother, Hello? who is the queen of the family. She's on. Hi, sister. I'm just saying hi to grandma. She's on the uh, She's on the call queue. Oh, she's on. All right. Yeah, she's definitely she on the call queue. Yeah, she's on. Woo! She's a yeah. 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 Yeah.
So thank you for agreeing to to host the show with me. So sister, uh, have you ever seen the color purple? Yeah. There's a, a a line in the movie that says it it pisses God off when you walk past the color purple and don't acknowledge it, right? That's part of the the, the premise of the movie, right? Okay. So in this time that we have had to ourselves because of COVID, I want to ask you, has it made you pay closer attention to anything in life? And if so, what? You got to turn that TV down. Can you turn the TV down, Sean? Fred, because I'm going to um, I'm on the show with my sister. Hi, Fred. My sister said hi. We on air. That's why I put my earphones and stuff on. That's funny. I'm on air, Fred. Can you turn the TV down? All right, sister. Um, the the only thing with that is, yes, it's definitely changed our life around. It, it makes definitely makes you more cautious of things, you know. And you, I, I've never in my life had to wear a mask everywhere that I went. You know, a pair of Jordans comes in style. You know, hair comes in style, pair of jeans. I never thought a mask would be a new garment for us to start wearing nowadays. So. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know. But, you know, with every, even if something appears bad, there's always a silver lining or something good that comes along with it. The good and the, and mm-hmm. the bad, they, like, coexist. And so um, I was saying, with, part of with COVID is we've had a lot of downtime to really just if you're paying attention to just kind of examine of things that we might not otherwise have time to. And so is there anything that you have paid more attention to because you almost have been forced to, for example, the ever since COVID has happened, the birds have chirped more. They act like it's a block party outside. Like if you pay attention Mm -hmm. to stuff like that, you would know that and, and, recognize the splendor and things like a bird chirping. It's giving you time to do those things. Um, area code 770, come on in here. You have a, a question or a comment or are you just listening? They ain't saying nothing. Hey. They're just listening. Hey, 770-317? Yeah. Hey, Makisha, this is uh, retired Officer Crenshaw. I'm just listening right now. How are you? Officer Crenshaw, jump on in here. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I just tuned in, so, you know, I heard about uh, wearing the mask as a garment and everything. I think that, you know, (laughs) that's a a reality now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People are, they're turning it into a fad, but it's it's the Lord trying to show us that we are all alike. No matter what, and he, if yep. we decide that we still want to be different from each other, he's gonna make us all the same. Mm-hmm. Come on, West Coast. One way or another, he's gonna make us all the same. Either we gotta yep. wear the same thing, we gotta do the same thing. You know, it, it, people won't open their eyes. You know, eyes and realize, you know, all this hatred, all this separation. It needs to stop. Mhm. Mhm. But I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm listening. But I'm here. I got you back. Absolutely. That's Officer Crenshaw. Um, yeah. He's on the Michael Gates show, but he's also someone who's a regular on the show. And I, you know, we we love having the male energy on. And a special shout out to mm-hmm. my mother who was sitting beside me. I'm. I just. She's listening, and I'm very thrilled to have her. Amandi, can you say hello to my audience? Good evening, audience. I hope everyone is faring well during the pandemic. Hi, Lonnie. And I hi, hope Mommy. Everyone is, hi, sweetheart. I hope everyone is doing their best to follow all the precautions that have been given to us. Uh, to try to keep ourselves safe. Uh, this is a very mm-hmm. serious thing. It affects people of all ages and of all ethnicities, and uh, we we need to take it seriously. And I hope everyone is faring well uh, during these times. Thank you, yes. Mommy. Much appreciated. Again, we're very happy to have um, my mother uh, as a 
a bystander. So today we're going to have an open forum discussion. Our other uh, hosts are on their way to the show, but in the meantime, I'm glad I got Crenshaw and my and my big sister Rose. So, sister, you are deeply um, in love, and uh, obviously Crenshaw, you have mm-hmm. a license real. But a lot of people marry for reasons besides love. So one is financial Money. security, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's more common than uh, we. Uh, realize. Remember, Tony Braxton said the first time she got married was for love, but now next time if she ever get married, it's gonna be for financial security. So my question to you all is: Could you marry somebody that you don't love for whatever reason? I couldn't know. If I don't love you, I ain't gonna marry you. I wouldn't even date you. Cause to me, that's a waste of my time. I can make my own money. I don't need your money. <laughs> Amen. So the answer to that is hell no. I don't need a nigga for anything, and I thank God that he gives me the capability to get up and, and work so I ain't got to depend on no nigga, you know. <laughs> mm. That's a no for me, for sure. Okay. And I ha- actually mm-hmm. have a lot of uh, female friends who have admitted that they have dated people and date people solely for the purposes of financial security, and they, did, they, they didn't really truly mm-hmm. like them. I remember... Because uh, she didn't even love when she was married to the prime minister of Turks and Caicos. She said that she said I'm going to I want to grow to love him within our marriage. She didn't even love him when she got married to him, but he was so powerful and so rich that she married him mm-hmm. on, the, on the strength of those reasons. And it's hard, especially in the area that we live in. Well, we live in a uh, mm-hmm. DMV. It's expensive, so. It is expensive to live out, out here. Part of me can understand why somebody would do it. It's a survival tactic. But the other part mm-hmm. of me is, is I think that a lot of marriage has to do with it's love and dependence. Dependence on mm-hmm. somebody to to build with, meaning help you to survive in an area like this. But um, my, thing is, my thing is if you're an adult, I mean, because you off and you're a grown woman, because all these women say, I'm grown and I'm independent. Well, if you're independent and grown, like how you say you are, get your own. Why do you need a man for his stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. That makes no sense to me. And that's what kills me with a lot of these black, black American women, you know. But you know, just the women. You got men that, you know, get with a woman for her, his financial securities as well, which is wrong. That's true. You know, that, yeah, that's true, man, too. He's supposed to be a man. He's supposed to stand up on his own two feet. Not saying it's his job right. to take care of a woman, but hell, right. he should know how to provide at least for himself. Mhm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, and if, now, we, now, if you have a family, I don't mean cut you off. If you have a family, that's something different. If you have a family, oh boy, you know, but for these women, these black women to say, "I need a man do this, I need a man do it," get up and do it yourself. The Lord blesses the child that has his own. Instead of depending <laughs> on a, a man, to depend on yourself, you claim to be so independent, Miss Black Woman. Well, there's something that I, I kind of adapted over my years, and mm-hmm. I stick with it. And it has to do with, you know, we were all born with love. That's mm-hmm. No money, no clothes. We came out naked as hell. We just had love, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So you can't miss what you never had. Mm-hmm. If you didn't have money from the beginning, why are you so worried about it now? Exactly. That's, exactly. Proven. And all of that, you know, it's it's a waste of time. You guys are mm-hmm. tuned in to Intro to Info with your host, Makisha. We have hit the ground running talking about uh, just everything that we feel like. It is an open forum discussion. If you're listening via the link, feel free to call in at 515-605-9376. That number again is 515 515- Six zero five nine three seven six. You know what's interesting in the same vein about that same question of would you love uh, marry somebody that you don't love is uh, you know how back in the day your ancestors and, and grandparents and people that came before you stayed with their husbands so much. A lot of the argument of women today is because they weren't as independent as we are now. They actually needed their husbands for shelter, food, mm-hmm. and just to provide. Mm-hmm. 
But now that mm-hmm. the new world of women who can do for themselves, that's one of the reasons why um, marriage isn't so necessary. It isn't um, as popular as it once was. I find that to be very interesting. What do you guys say to that? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Women are definitely more independent now. And, and even back in those times when your husband up and left you, you sometimes you had to be independent. I mean, look, look at Grandma Ruby's situation, you know. Well, more okay. independent now because you got the the woman, you know, basically raising the household. She might mm-hmm. find herself a man that's going to help her raise the household, but even like the situation, you know, and a lot of it, you know, is I'm 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 elderly. I'm I'm almost I'm pushing sixty. A lot of it's our fault because we raised our children the way we were raised and that's to have more than the next. You know, right. my mom wanted me to have more than what she had. I wanted my kids to have more than what I had. But what we didn't instill in them was that more doesn't necessarily always mean financial more. Yes, it takes mm-hmm. more money to buy things around in the world. But it's some things you can do without. Not all money is good money. Yeah, that's true, right. too. Right. Ma, you listening? Do you have anything to say with regard to this? No. Nothing? Okay. All right. Great points, guys. I feel like this is a great conversation so far. And because it's an open forum discussion, I love to switch gears. So bottom line, guys, when I say this, what comes? what's your very first answer as soon as I say this question? Should Trump be impeached? Hell yeah. There yeah. it is. There ain't even no question to ask. Hell yeah. He should have been in peace when he first got in the office. <laughs> you know, I'll admit yeah. that, uh, to, the, to the listeners, sister, you've never been so into politics until you uh, Trump got into office. Now you talk about it constantly. What has made piqued your interest now that Trump's in office? Because all of a sudden we, we, we have to go through because of him, you, you know. Mm-hmm. But we never had to go through half of this stuff until, until his white, pale-faced ass got in that house. And well, he hasn't done nothing. Talk about he making America great again. The only way he can make America great again is he get out of office and get in peace. That's the only way America can be great again. We went through it. Our ancestors and our people lost his damn mind. And Trump just brought it back to the front of the line to where yep. a lot of prestigious, powerful, rich, white people feel like they can just say and do whatever they want. Right, that's all these black men getting shot. Mm-hmm. Out of hatred back to this country. Because he, he's a white supremacist. Right. Before he became president, you had more, more people willing to get along and work with each other. When he became president, and mm-hmm. speaking on any kind of way, mm-hmm. you know, then you had all these closet people, closet white people, race supremacists that decide, well, shit, if the president can say it, I can say it. Right. They start jumping yep. out. You know, before they were like, okay, well, you know, maybe we, we do need to step back a little bit and kind of work with each other to, to unify. But mm-hmm. We can do it. We can say it, and we, we we can take back over again. We can be mm-hmm. back in control again. You know. And as far as this protest and shit, they've been killing niggas for years. What the hell this protest is going to do next week? Ten more niggas been and got shot. So what is this protesting stuff doing? Not a damn thing. No. Protesting. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, sister. Bunch of, bunch of buffoonery. What? Is Fred able to listen? Is he hearing the uh, the, the broadcast? Um, he he just yeah. left out, but um, I can tell him to come okay. back in. No, absolutely not. You don't and have to. He... I just wanted. To... Yeah, go ahead. You talking to me? Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying, go ahead. Um. Uh, Queen of Parts uh, let me know that she will be on the show in a few moments, guys. So we um okay. You know, 
she's a newlywed, and so I'm allowing her her time to just be with her husband. <laughs> Beautiful thing. She, she's with somebody who's deeply in love. But um, what do you guys think about the protests that are happening in the midst of such a, a potentially deadly virus? I understand the racial unrest, and we're just frustrated as uh, African Americans, mm-hmm. but do you think that it's logical to do Especially now. Hmm. I think it's a crack of bullshit, to be honest with you. Like, like I said, they've been shooting up niggas for years. For centuries, they've been shooting up niggas. The, the, the so. protests are effective? Are they pointless, in your opinion? Sister? I mean, I kind of feel like the protesting is pointless. I, I feel like it's what? pointless because, I mean, they, they, I feel like it's pointless because they're they, they going to continue doing the same thing over and over and over again until this man gets impeached. Like I said, they've been killing black people for years, and they've been protesting the same result, protesting the same result, protesting the same result. So, no, it, yes, it is a waste of time. Okay. Yes, it, it's, it is because as a retired police officer, if you want to change some of the things as far as police and community, what the hell you got a spokesperson for that don't even live in the community? Exactly. Why not, get people that, why not get some people who live in the community and sit down with the officers that were community, not the SOBs that sit up in the office and do all the paperwork and review everything. Yeah. You want to call the street? Get the officers that work the street, get the people that live the streets where you're working, and sit down and discuss some of the things that you want and that you don't want, how things can be changed, how things can make a difference. Other other than that, you got somebody telling a story about what they want, but they hadn't asked nobody what the hell they want. Mm-hmm. They hadn't asked those neighborhoods, "What do you want? How do you want to change this?" They've taken their personal views and said, "Let's go talk to the upper echelon people and see if yep. we can't get this worked out." And, and, and how we can change the laws and how we can make this different and make that different. First of all, you got to get all them damn pedophile-ass politicians out of the damn office that's up there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get some, some decent review people that are not biased. Do psychological evaluations of your officers annually to determine their mindset. Because once you work in a certain environment for so long, you get burnt out. When you get burnt out, you start thinking, oh, shit, I don't want to go to this call. Oh, this call again, these people again, damn, you know. <laughs> so you, 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 just, you find out that officer's mindset and see where he stands. You know, is he going to continue to do the job that he swore to do, or is he going to shortcut? But in order to do that, you got to talk to the people in the neighborhood with the people who work the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I would love to get your take on uh, what happened with our dear, sweet uh, uh, George Floyd. And I want to ask you as a former officer, what went wrong? There were all these people around. There were two officers who were right there while this man had his, his knee on this guy's neck. Mm-hmm. And for almost nine minutes, and my instinct. And, and, and the situation in New York, that situation that happened in 2014, both of them said they can't breathe. There's all these people around. Why didn't? Why couldn't? I just I can't make heads or tails of why there's all these people around, and he still died after about nine minutes. Or am I missing well, something? Can you please help me out. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start with George Floyd. Nobody wants to go to jail. They deserve to go to jail. So the people standing around didn't want to interfere because they could have bum-rushed their ass, knowing that that man basically was going unconscious. The officers standing there blocking them, the way you're taught in the academy is that you kind of keep people away from the officer to keep him safe. The other two that was on him, first of all, I don't understand – why anybody was even on him if he fell on his own. Mm-hmm. If he was trying to get away, 
or if he was fighting and they had to take him to the ground, I can understand being on him. But he stumbled right. walking back to the car and fell on his own. That's a sign right there. Okay, damn, are you drunk? You high? You sick? What's wrong? Mm-hmm. But you can see in that officer's eyes and his facial expression, him being on top of George Floyd, it was personal. Whatever mm-hmm. the reason might have been, because all types of speculations come out. They work together. They at a club or this. Or, it was personal. In that other situation, what with that man in New York? Okay, in New York, that was senseless. Okay, you got a big mm-hmm. man, and I'm I'm five seven, hundred and sixty five pounds. I've went up against you are? two hundred pound guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. went up against two hundred and three hundred pound guys. I'm not gonna sit there and and just choke them out. If anything, I'm gonna talk them out. Right. Because I will talk to them and let them know, dude, if I have put my hands on you, I'm going to win because I'm too small to take an ass whooping. So let's do this this way <laughs> so nobody has to go through this. Mm-hmm. you got all those people around, your main objective is to control him so he can't hurt you or hurt himself and then get him handcuffed. To continue to choke, uh, that's senseless. It's completely senseless. Yep. Now, if you by yourself and you feel like you're fighting for your life, you got to do what you got to do to survive. But if it's more than just you, and in some cases, and um, I don't feel like the media helps. Why do we have? Why does this have to be shown on TV time and again? I think that it's is subliminally a slap in the face to I'll say just humans. I don't even want to just say. African Americans, but to, to, to just to watch this, go ahead, Officer Crenshaw. The, the, I'm sorry to cut you off. The media don't give a damn about human life, a damn about black life. All they care about is ratings, and they yep. show they show the drama, the dirty laundry. Okay, when their reporters go out, if they have a story, they tell them, "No, you." No, that that that's not going to work. You you need to go do this, you know. And it's a direction that everybody has to take, no matter what job you have. Right. But the media, their boss is sitting up on the thirty-first floor of the penthouse. They already got their money. They just want more. So if they can get their ratings, get people to watch them, and all we want in this world today in society. It's dirty laundry, like Glenn Fry said in the 80s. Okay? We want drama. I don't want to watch, oh, this couple just got married. You know, oh, what a beautiful couple. They had a nice baby. You know? We want to see what's going to happen to somebody who gets in trouble, somebody who does something wrong, somebody who's doing mm-hmm. something not to be doing. And the media knows that. They know that. That's why they keep punking Trump's punk ass out by calling him out. <laughs> and, and he falls for it. He gives, them what, he gives them exactly what they're asking for. He opens his damn mouth. If he keep his mouth shut, they wouldn't have nothing to say about it. Every other president that I've known, and I'm former military, that's my commander-in-chief, well, he's not. Speak on what you can, and the media don't need to know about the rest. Because if you're going to tell mm-hmm. the media everything, tell them about the fucking missiles that you're hiding, the warheads mm-hmm. that you're hiding. Tell them that you got CIA stashed over here, NSA stashed over there. Tell them about some of the missions that you send the military on that you deny they're even going on until they come back and it's in your favor. Tell them everything. Other than that, keep your fat ass mouth shut. (laughs) Are you still listening? Any commentary? Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. I I I, I forgot your mom. Forgot your mom was on. I'm so sorry. Oh, my mother is 
listen, she done seen it all and done the rest, and I mean that in the best way possible. So has grandma. Not like they were out there, but like they're of a, of a certain age and they're seasoned. And believe me, mom has look. You, you my dad. Yeah, but here. you guys know <laughs> the the way I was raised. Raised you respect your elders, whether you know them or whether you like them mm-hmm. or not. You still respect them. That's the way I was but raised. Up. I understand that too, but my, but my, the elders going to respect me as well. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, she, she to, you, you ain't gonna talk to me in your kind of way. I, I, I don't care how old you are. A respect is a two way street. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, hey, Officer Christian, my mother wanted to make it clear that she is your peer. She's not that much older than you. She wanted me to make that very clear on, on the uh, air. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I got you. She said she she appreciates you keeping it real as well. And, okay. and you too, sister, mommy said. Oh, mommy, you know I'm going to keep it real. There was, guys, recently I was, I was on a, a message board, and it was a big argument, and here was the question. Fellas, fellas, you're driving with your woman, and you go pick up your mother. Who do you make sit in the back? I mean, it was a real huge debacle about these women is going. You make you make that woman sit in the back. Well, a lot of the women took issue with having to sit in the back. Not the wife, but the girlfriend. Mama go in the back, and I, I just well, now if you're the wife, that's a different story. If you if you're the wife, that that's that's kind of you know negotiable. But if you're the girlfriend, girl, get your butt in the back. But part of me um, gets a little. First of all, go ahead, Officer Crenshaw. You know, as, as a man operating the vehicle and not sitting on the passenger side, leaning, you don't make anyone go anywhere. <laughs> okay. You ask. You ask when you go pick up your. Mm-hmm. Mom, you want to sit up front or you want to sit in the back? And you ask that right. in front of your lady. You let your mother, which is the elder. Make the decision. If your mother mm-hmm. respects your mother, she don't need to be with you. Whatever Amen. Your Amen. My, my, my mother come before any damn man. Yeah, so if she can't respect <laughs> so. the decision that your mother makes, she don't need to be with you. If your mother mm-hmm. don't want to sit up front, then baby, you mind sitting in the back so mom can sit up front? You, you, you still right. be respectful about it. Mhm. Mhm. You know, you don't just say get, get in the back. You know, mom's up front. But it it that's crazy. That's some crazy stuff. The responses of of these women was not respecting that hierarchy. Like, why does it have to be? If whoever's sitting up there, when you go get the other one, should just stay up there. In my opinion, or or, or the mother. It's a, it's a respect thing. I mean, I mm-hmm. would never, even if I did have a husband, the mother. Shannon will sit up front. I just am. I just have right. a lot of respect for my elders. I can't you help it. That's how I'm raised. Right. Biblically speaking, when you get married, your spouse comes before. Right. But out of mm-hmm. respect, out of respect, you ask. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. that female, if that female or that male takes offense to having to sit in the back. That ain't somebody you want to spend the rest of your life with anyway. Right, because it's all like, about them. They the made that notice. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's all about them. Have issues on the road. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but there was too many women on there. I felt like, dang, where's the respect? I just I look at it. It screams insecurity, in my opinion, when you have to put yourself on a hierarchy. It was just, it was other question. Um, if a guy has a female friend and um. And her, uh, she has a flat tire. Which, can your man go out and help her? She's like, oh, we going, or she can call AAA. It's just like, it's just stuff oh, like that. God. Just, yeah, it, it screams insecurity. I don't know. I just, yeah, take it is insecurity. If, if you're supposed Whoa. to be so all that, like how they claim they are, you, you wouldn't have to go with your nigga everywhere he go. Because <laughs> you, you, cause you should be secure with in, in, in yourself. Boy, I, wish, I, I wish all women thought that way. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, y'all don't get me started on these black women tonight. Please don't get me started with them tonight. This is my thing with you. Why are you single about black women so much? There's a whole human race. The black woman. Uh, speaking of black women, we going to Florida right now. How you doing, Queen of Hearts? Wake up, baby. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. How's that husband? Girl, How you doing? are you really want me to let this pillow go? Yeah, he's, he's talking in her sleep. Look at him. You really want me to let this pillow go? My God, this sucker feels so good. Hey, everybody. Hello. I hear Rose talking about black women. Come on now. Give us a break. Mm. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry beloved. I, I, I'll be more kind. I'm sorry, sweetheart. I'm sorry. You're good. I, I, I'll I be kind. You rocking your braids, black woman, looking all cute in the picture. I'm sorry, baby. See, since mm-hmm. she gave you a compliment, she said you were a beautiful black woman. See. Thank you, Thank and you. so are you. Thank you. She got her hair braided up, and she's taking pictures every day. I say, I'm jealous because I want my hair braided. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> Thank you. How you doing? Stuff like a tick, y'all. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to wake up, but damn, I ate. Oh. <laughs> I can't. Oh my Just, so sorry. It's all good. Now I'm glad that you're here, Queen, because we're having our open forum discussion. We've already spoke about uh, should Trump be impeached, and could you marry somebody that you don't love? But I, I got some more questions at this point, Queen. Okay, so we're just gonna keep it moving. Okay. Now you both. Both of you guys know how to cook. Sisters, sisters, my sisters are one of the best cooks I've ever experienced. And then Queen, I know what you can do. And the, the uh, you're from Florida, you know, you're Southern Belle. But mm-hmm. from people who can cook really good, would you guys prefer to cook or to eat out? Either or for me. Okay, so you said either oh. or, but Nick, what did, what did you say? Yeah, I would say either or. Mhm. I used to feel like row until, you know, I had responsibilities and I said I prefer to eat in and cook myself versus going out to eat. Mhm. Especially now we don't know who's sick with what, you know, you taking a risk going out there purchasing food and the person handling the food, we don't know if they sick with the virus or the fake virus or the new virus or the old virus. I mean, Hey. <laughs> hey, please. 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 Yeah. That is funny. Well, me personally, nothing beats a home cooking. Why you say I'm my intellectual? You think I'm intellectual? See, look at it. You on, sister? If you gonna have a side conversation yeah. with your man, put yourself on mute. Matter of fact, put the phone on speaker. Let me say hi to him. So you don't think I'm a good um, speaker for my sister's show? Is that what you're saying? Why hey, am I not a good speaker? She, 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 only, she, hmm. she don't put the phone down. She's talking to her man. Let's listen in. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, we been nosy. <laughs> she don't put the phone down. She. Hey, bro. What? What? Put, put the phone on speaker. Let's say hi to Fred. My sister want to say hi. Here, Fred. Say Hello? Fred, you got about 300 people listening to you live on the air all over the world. How are you doing tonight, man? You, you afraid? You Are you shy? You, are you shy? Not really. Okay, well, say hi to the people. How y'all doing? What's you going doing? on, Fred? Night. <laughs> oh man! Oh Lord, Fred is hilarious. Thank you, thank you for even put my sister back on the phone because you ain't about to talk about nothing. But anyway, so my next question for you guys on this open forum discussion. Um, Hello, Officer Crenshaw's system, Neek. Did you guys start drinking before you uh, reached the legal age in your state? Okay, why are you asking What kind of that? question is that? I know, right? Now for me, because you know I don't even drink. 
Unless you wow. drink water, soda, tea, you know, not even coffee. Okay, so right. I'm going to be the minority here, and and I I, I was doing it since I was about 15. I think I think area code five uh, eight five eight. Come on in here. So, so now, 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 now they know I have a man. So there's there's no where's Waldo <laughs> over here. We, we know you have a real man. Eight, five, there, there's no where's Waldo. They don't have to ask where's Waldo because Waldo's sitting right here. <laughs> I know Grandma is cracking up. Hey, Grandma, I know you're laughing. I'm not going to take you off mute, but I know you're laughing. Uh, Officer Crenshaw, it's 858, uh, my big brother. No, this is Ali. This is Ali, Ali, Ali. Brother Ali. Ali. What's going on? How sweetheart, how are you? I ain't never heard of him. Yeah, What's I'm just call- yeah. Oh, I man, I'm just calling hey. in, you know what I'm saying, participating in this, you know, whatever Marquisha talking about, uh, Uncle Crenshaw. How you doing, Ali? How you doing? What's up, nephew? What's up, nephew? I'm, I'm doing great, man. I just I just chimed in. Uh, um, I didn't really catch what was what was talk which I was talking about. Brother Ali, I know because you with me. The other ones, they so goody two shoes. They they don't drink. I like to have me a cocktail. Now, did you, now, brother Ali? Because I know you like we like we like our little vices or whatever. Listen, mm, before you was legal, was you drinking before you was legal, Ali, or did you wait till you was twenty one? I'm from South Central Los Angeles, girl. We I've been drinking since I had a drink since I was like about eleven. Wow. <laughs> All these West Coast people. And yeah, I, 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 I used to steal my dad's beer. I used to steal my dad's beer out the refrigerator. I know that's right. Hey, so you got all these West Coast people in here. In the city. City of Compton, so keep it rocking. <laughs> shake, shake it, baby. Yeah, come through. We glad we're on the phone tonight, boy. Girl. We got it going on. <laughs> yes, Lord. You know, and, and and Queen is, again, she's a newlywed. Once again, congratulations. I wish you guys a lifetime of happiness. And then sister, sister, they were friends for um, Forever and forever, right? So I want to know. Yeah. I want um my mother sitting here too, Queen. I want to know what attracted you guys to the current person that you all are with, and Ali and Crenshaw. If you guys have somebody, I want your answers as well. What attracted you to y'all spouses? You want to go first, Queen? I think I text Marquisha my answer, but I guess the radio world want to hear. Ro, go ahead, because I'm still trying to wake up. Okay, so let me, let me go ahead. Well, trying to meet the Fred was his personality, you know, because most of these men ain't worth shit. So when you find one that, you know, is decent towards you and treats you like, a, you know, treats you nice and make you so special, you take advantage of that opportunity. Mm-hmm. You you know I love you for who you are, you know. All our flaws and everything in between. That's you know, exactly that's right. Barbie, everybody in Halle Berry, you know what I'm saying? That's right. They like me for my hair when it's nappy, straight, you know, cool, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we've been there from day one. We've been through everything. We know everything is not gonna be perfect, but we laugh through our issues. Right. We don't sit here mm-hmm. and peek at each other and poke at each other. We say what we gotta say, you know, and keep it moving. At the end of the day, hey, we still love each other and keep it moving. Like I said, uh, like Rose said, I like his personality. He like mine. You know, mm-hmm. he my yin to my yang. I can't help but love him with his sexy self. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's a, that's a wonderful feeling to have. Exactly, because I don't have to need mm-hmm. nothing. He know exactly what I need before I even tell him it. I'm looking around and here it comes, boy. Bless me. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. as my sister really know, when I was younger, I would, I, I, I would go on a lot of times, with, you know, what they look like, and a lot of times that, that led me to a beltway of hell. So I, I've had to, you know, when I've gotten older, I've, I've got more mature, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, let me start looking at looks and more so personality. 
You know, because right. you can look good and be dumb as a bag of bricks. I, trust me, I, I, you know, they didn't, you know, meant as such. But when I ran across Fred, you know, he, he told me a different light on how to look at, you know, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, because he, he knows what I, I've been through with, you know, my past and whatever. So, yeah. Mommy, yeah. Mommy, uh, Fred is also a handsome guy. So I'm going to turn it over to you to uh, your current spouse. <laughs> Marquisha, before my- you go any further, for the record, I want to let everybody know, my man is not white, okay? His skin is white, but mm. he's not white. He's Puerto Rican. Okay? Yeah. Oh! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, this is, uh, uh, Makisha's mother. My name is Rhonda. And what I'd like to say, uh, uh, regarding my daughter, um, when she was speaking of maybe just choosing people, uh, uh, initially because of how they may have looked, but with the guy that she she has now, there's a lot of good qualities. But I also wanted to throw in there, he's not a bad-looking guy. I don't, I don't want the uh, people on the uh, airways to say, oh, well, now she's got a good guy, but uh, my goodness, uh, what must he look like? <laughs> you know, because of her uh, previous statements, but he's, 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 he's a nice-looking guy. So she got a nice-looking guy who truly has grown to love her, and we are – very happy that he is in her life. He, we can see that by the way that he acts, the things that he does, and the way that he treats her, that he he really does love her, and that makes us very happy. Um, to speak to my husband, my goodness, it's so interesting because we met uh, at the University of the District of Columbia. We were taking classes together in correctional science technology. And uh, one time the professor did not come uh, to class. And so um, we, a number of us students, were just, you know, hanging around in the classroom and things. And he and I just started talking. Um, You know, it wasn't the kind of thing where, you know, you see someone and you look in or you're looking twice. He was my classmate. And um, we just had a good conversation uh, during that period uh, when we didn't have a teacher. And so um, I believe, because we're talking almost 40 years ago, I believe that um, I believe that he asked me for my phone number. And with, you know, spending that hour with him, I was like, okay, I see a lot of decency here. So I, I gave him my phone number, and um, as time went by, what I liked so much about him uh, were his mannerisms. They reminded me a lot of the good father. You know, my father, he had a lot of good ways. He had some interesting ways, too, but some of the good ways um, I really liked. Um, and I said, gosh, you know, this, you know, these these characteristics are some of the characteristics that my dad has and that is what really uh, made me lean towards him because you know the love I had for my dad and I have great love for my mom too she's listening and I want to shout out to her what's up mom <laughs> uh, I have I have tremendous love for her as well but um, that is uh, uh, those are some of the reasons that I was attracted uh my husband. He was also very attentive. Um, during the time of just meeting him, my dad uh, had had some health issues, and um, he was in a hospital that was up in Maryland, and I lived in D.C., and I was afraid to get on the highway and drive to go. I hadn't had a lot of highway experience, and I was afraid. And so my husband, was my, he was my boyfriend at the time, was kind enough to come and get me and take me to the hospital a couple of times to see my father 
And then I, I built up confidence and I also prayed and I said, Lord, everyone else gets out here on this highway, please be with me as I get out here. And then I, you know, learned how to get to the hospital myself. But I thought that was very nice of him, especially as a boyfriend, to come and take me to visit my dad who was sick in a hospital. Okay, those are some of my comments. I'm going to give it back to my daughter. <laughs> Thank you, Ma. That was totally beautiful. That was totally beautiful. Uh, Crenshaw, I'll leave mm-hmm. what y'all got on y'all women. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. I was looking for a woman that reminded me innerly, on her inner self of my mother. My wife has hips and lips and everything else that goes with it that make you smile. So I was looking for... So can I ask you a question? Yes. Do your wife know how to use her lips? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Really, bro? Okay. Oh, yes. Wow. Okay. uh, The main thing is she... She accepted me for me, being a very, very, very light-handed black male with blue eyes and blonde hair. I didn't get those extra questions on the side when we first met. And we we hit it off right at the, at the back, and I started doing everything I could for her without her even telling me. It's like I knew what she wanted. It took time for her to know what I wanted, but it got there. But I knew what she wanted. And we've been doing it now. It's been 20, what, 26 years now? Going strong. (laughs) Such a blessing. (laughs) Very much so. And so I guess say 40-some years, and then you say 20-some years. I'm trying to climb that hill to get there, so baby steps. Well, the key to mm-hmm. it, the key to the marriage is not only communication, but it's to listen and hear, which are two separate. You got to hear what he's saying and listen to what he's saying, and he's got to do the same for you. And you'll make it. You'll make it. Mhm. I agree. Perfect. I'm, I'm I'm loving the answers, and I see the commonalities in the answers. Uh, Officer Crenshaw looked for qualities that his mother possessed, and my mother uh, saw qualities in my dad uh, that my grand my late grandfather possessed. Um, R.I.P. Um, so I guess it's my turn to talk about um, the gentlemen that I'm seeing. Um, I really yeah, anonymous. How is no everybody? Hey, hey, <laughs> First of all, you know, my, you know, said, gentlemen, I'm seeing. She didn't even call her name, but she done put her name. My man, uh, Fred, Fred, now. Nah, I know, right? I'm seeing. <laughs> What's his name? Jesse? <laughs> Y'all are crazy, man. This <laughs> made Casper because she keeping him anonymous. Hey, <laughs> and Queen, it's the same man, man I've been for the past 50 years. <laughs> he ain't even that old sis. Uh-huh. His name, his, his name right, must so. be Rambo. <laughs> Shut up, Ali. Hey, Ali, you next, too. So he said Rambo. Uh, think about some things you want to say about whoever it is you uh, lay with. So anyway, Y'all are crazy, man. Hey, so um, I love the fact that my, my guy is, he's very much a man, first of all. I feel safe in his presence. Um, he, he pays the bill, pays the tab. Um, he is uh, very uh, like what's that one that you say when we all go out and he look around when the bill comes he look all in the sky because he don't want to oh, pay it. What's that nigga name? Chris. Yeah, that's his name. Mm-mm-mm. He he wanted he wanted me to pay. Yeah, hey, look, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> mm. That's a that's a whole nother topic right there. Hey, sister. What? He wanted me to pay the bill because I made more money than him. He said, well, you the one with the bigger job. So anyway, anyway. Wow. Um, Anthony is uh, a very generous mm, person, mm, mm. very 
she dropped the name. She dropped the name. That's gonna go on the rabbit hole. We ain't gonna talk about this on, on this radio station. We'll talk about that in the hole. Oh, but see, Marquisha, mm-hmm. one thing we all have to say, what we have to do with this relationship, we have to keep God in the center of it as well. You know, let him guide a lot of uh, situations that uh, transpire and come up. Because if you don't have God in that mess, oh, man, Satan most mm-hmm. definitely. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you said that. And my mother is she she agrees. She's hollering out, Yes, yes, yes you do. Keep God in the center of it. I agree. And it's a lot of times where and I don't know if you guys ever get frustrated in your relationship, but like, Lord, if this is what you ordained, please help me through because there are moments where the, you are super frustrated for whatever reason. But you know, loyalty isn't the, the, the biggest standard these days, but I'm I'm loyal and so is my family. And so if I'm in it it's my plan to stay in it and not flee when time mm-hmm. is sad. You guys understand that? I do, because so, there's a lot of people you want to grab by the hair and bring them like a helicopter and fling them, but you be like, Lord? <laughs> yeah. And, and people, <laughs> they, take, they take pride in, oh, I can cut people off. You know, they, they think mm-hmm. that it's cute. I'm not like that. If you're my friend, I sign on to be your friend for life. I sign on to be your woman or your wife for life. That's cool. And I'm going to try. I'm not going to just, oh, people are not disposable to me. You are my life. You, I want you to stay there. So that's one of the reasons why we um have been together so long. And kudos to y'all for being in those long relationships. So that's pretty awesome. We coming down the it's pipe. To rebuttal, to rebuttal off of what you said, when God put Adam to sleep, he took what for him to make Eve? Their ribs. So if he took her rib, his rib to make her to be there as his help mate by his side, why flee when the little situation come up? Why run? Why buck? Why stick your tail underneath you, your butt? You know, you got to stick it out. Absolutely. Hey, shout out to the people that's in the chat room. Um, next week, Queen of Hearts, what we doing? What we got for next week? Or we, or we got to talk offline about that? 
Listen here, it better not be no ghost. I know this, you know, because uh, people <laughs> signed up and say they're going to be here, and then all of a sudden they get MIA. I mean, we social distancing on the radio. We ain't next to each other, so I mean, why are they being screwed? I don't know, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, you funny as Oh, God, who is it? I don't know, but can you still sleep? Give me a minute. Mm mm mm. We're coming out, but we're um we've got we got a sign off. We got a minute left, guys. Thank you so much for your listenership, Jay King and and Lynn Tolliver. Thank you for being awesome producers and hosts, and uh, Queen of Hearts, Sister Officer Chris Shaw, Ali, the Grandma, Mommy, the people who are listening now and in the archives. We appreciate you. You guys have a productive week. God bless. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless everybody. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, we got to end the party now. <laughs>